0: Hello pessoal, tudo bem? Welcome to the Brazil Crypto Report podcast, where we talk to the builders, entrepreneurs and influencers from across the Brazil crypto ecosystem. I'm your host, Aaron Stanley, and today I'm recording from the Blockchain Rio Festival uh, here in Rio de Janeiro. And today I'm joined by Marcello Matti, who is the CEO and the founder of Singularity DAO. Uh, which is a really exciting artificial intelligence driven asset management platform. So he's going to be breaking down for us what he's doing in Brazil and what exactly an artificial intelligence driven art- asset management platform is. Sounds pretty cool. So looking forward to uh, learning about this. So welcome, Marcello. Thank you for joining the show.
1: Thank you so much, Aaron. I really appreciate the uh, pure Italian pronunciation of my name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. I'm, uh, there's one skill I've picked up today here. So that's good. That's good. All right. So. Maybe uh, to kick us off, why don't you just tell us a bit about yourself. What's your background? What is Singularity DAO? How did this all kind of come about?
1: Yeah, sure. Thank you. Um, thank you for the opportunity, first of all. I really appreciate being here. Um, so I started my journey in crypto in uh, 2017 uh, with Singularity Net, which is um, a project uh, from the old days. So um, it was really big in uh, 2017. We did a very large ICO. In connection to the robot Sophia, uh, the humanoid robot that uh, she's she's a celebrity ambassador of the UN etc. Security Net funded by Ben Gortzel, one of the world leading AI scientists. Anyway I was part of the funding team and basically I stayed with them um, up until 2020 and uh, December 2020 together with Ben we started to think about um, what uh, we could do in, the, uh, in, in DeFi, how we could apply the artificial intelligence created by a singularity net in the world of decentralized finance. So Ben had in mind to use machine learning and reinforcement learning for trading algorithms for a long time and uh, clearly defy the there the was a lack of sophistication um, and, uh, and and a lot of barrier to entry anyway so you asked me about my background I'm already going into the pitch apologies for that my background I started with Singularity Net before that I, I was a journalist I used to write for uh, TechCrunch, um, The Guardian, Wired and so on uh, so that was my approach to uh, so that's how I, I got very close to the tech startup world we got very fascinated with the entrepreneurship world and then later on with blockchain ai and
0: crypto uh, and that's um, how, how i got here very cool very cool yeah this uh, I, I do remember the singularity Net that project from back in the day in the in, in the the Sophia robots and you know i remember the first time i saw you guys deploy that robot on stage it was one of those moments where you know you you kind of have these you know you can imagine like what it's like when you know, okay, robots are able to talk and have a personality, but once you see it, it's one of those things where uh, you're like, oh boy, that's <laughs> that's really interesting.
1: You, you make, see, if, if I may, it's, it's a very interesting point. So um, recently, Cade Matt from the New York Times wrote an article about uh, uh, Grace, which is uh, Sophia's sister, which is now taking part to uh, an experimental project called um, Gem Galaxy. So Grace, she's the uh, leading singer of this band called Jam Galaxy, where Ben Gorter played the keyboard. And Cade uh, Matz in that article was actually trying to make the point um, about AI consciousness and how many scientists are tricked by their own um, conviction and confidence that AI eventually... the AI can be con- con- conscious right now and eventually will become conscious. Now, something very interesting the band said to this journalist is that while he was jamming with the robot on stage, he almost felt there was that kind of connection. Um, that almost he almost felt uh, uh, the robot was alive.
0: Mm-hmm. But then he
1: said, after the jam, after after the jam session ended, I just realized it's a piece of silicon with no actual brain. However, if you look at what happened at Google with the Lambda project and the guy that thought that uh, the scientists that thought that the AI was becoming sentient and then eventually got fired by Google for saying that, right? So so, so many AI scientists
0: actually get in love with their own ideas so much to think that it's already alive. So uh, on that note, oh man, we can go down a really deep rabbit hole here. <laughs> no. I, I really like talking about this stuff. It's not really germane to like Brazil and all, it's okay, but you know, get back. <laughs> but yeah, um, I had I actually have a good friend of mine who used to work at singularity actually so huh. a lot of this stuff is things that I, he, he moved on to start his own AI startup and uh, he you know he was basically creating like synthetic media you know like mm-hmm. kind of deep fakes mm-hmm. I guess as we would you know pejoratively call them right um, and he was showing me some of the some of the, the some of these deep like you know deep fakes of like Donald Trump and deep fakes of like Elon Musk and and when I worked at CoinDesk, we actually we actually paid him to create like a deep of of, uh, of 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 an influencer influential person in crypto as kind of a joke, right? That we were doing just to sort of you know commemorate something. Um, and it was, I mean, it was very stunning just for me to see that, I mean, it's, it, that you can actually recreate a person's personality and voice and if we I mean if we hadn't set out to like we we, we want to make make it obvious that, okay this is not really this person talking this is like an a, a deep fake version of this person um but if if we had set out like we want to make this as accurate of a representation of this person as possible um no, you would not even know the difference that mm-hmm. that is a deep fake and yeah. not not the actual person um and it was and this was a couple of years ago right so i only, i assume things have progressed sig- significantly since then but it, it was kind of an eye opening experience for me in the sense that this is this is something that is going to like totally revolutionize like how media works how like i mean i i might be on a zoom call with somebody and like mm-hmm. i might be talk that might just be like a deep fake per- version mm-hmm. of them that. that might not even be like a real yeah, yeah, yeah. that might actually that actually be that person right yeah. um so Anyway, total rabbit hole at it's, that. It's very
1: interesting. I bring you to another rabbit hole from
0: this because okay. it's
1: also very very current and interesting. Um, uh, I don't know if you've played with uh, MidJourney. I've not, know? no. Um, so uh, 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 OpenAI and or Deep or DeepMind, um, they created these algorithms called DALI at the beginning uh, who can recreate basically uses the GPT-3 algorithms to recreate images, so it, 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 it understands the text and replicate the text into images. They launch a, a more sophisticated version called the Dolly 2, which is only accessible through a waiting list, whatever. Mid Journey, it's basically a Discord bot mm. that allows you to do the same thing. So you go on Discord, you chat with the bot, and you said, uh, you say, I want an image of Rio de Janeiro on a sunny day. Um, in. in uh, in, uh, in Salvador Dalí style and it represent yeah. that exactly so that was oh, wow. a big big splash over the past couple of months people have been playing a lot with that and the implication there is are we gonna need artists anymore are we gonna need mm. graphic designers anymore um, there was I think either CoinDesk or Cointelegraph but I don't want to say something stupid it might be somebody else but they got they they found that they were creating the banners for the articles using AI. So there was not an actual human designer behind that anymore.
0: It was probably Cointelegraph because they do like the cartoons for all...
1: Or or, or maybe... No, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was even like a a major... Maybe something like The Times. Even like some major... um, Some some major publication. Anyway, so that's very interesting, right? So we are replacing... We are using that kind of gun GPT-3 algorithm that you were mentioning to disrupt an industry that... Before, we didn't think it was disruptable, right? Yeah. We were always saying, like, the creatives are the ones that are going to
0: survive the AI revolution. No. <laughs> Welcome. Yeah. 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 we got to find Reality. a new skill set here, yeah. right? Reality check. Yeah. Got to go find a real, get a real job here, you know, like... Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Journalism <laughs> gone. Yeah. <laughs> Artists <Yep>. gone. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. I thought, I thought I was in the clear here, but maybe not. Um, well, anyways, t- tell us a bit about Singularity DAO and yeah. how you guys are repurposing this technology in the asset management, mm. kind of on-chain asset management context.
1: Yeah, look, um, um, unlike traditional finance, you have a lot of data in uh, in uh, in crypto. Everything is public, right, as, as far as it's on-chain. Also, what is off-chain, so centralized exchanges can be easily... Uh, um, browsed or or downloaded, right? It's not too difficult to fetch data from off-chain. But, you know, this presents an opportunity to create sophisticated algorithms that can trade very effectively or at least inform traders very effectively. Mm. So um, machine learning, I mean, the quality of the data, it's bad, but uh, there are companies out there that are working to uniform this data, and by accessing this data, we can create superior analytics using machine learning, trading algorithms, uh, using machine learning and reinforcement learning, uh, we can use very powerful indicators. So um, we have applying, so Singularity DAO has the largest uh, data science team in, uh, in crypto um, and uh, that is creating uh, um, indicators, bots, trading algorithms, market making algorithms, scalping algorithms, on-chain analytics to inform a team of traders that manage portfolio of tokens that we call Dynaset. So, anybody can invest in Dynaset, can use Dynaset um, with as little as $500. Mm. And our traders trade these portfolios actively uh, for a given period of time, which is normally three months, um, informed by all these artificial intelligence tools. And the beauty is that it's all on chain and non custodial. So, like Celsius, for example, or uh, uh, yeah, I mean, let's use Celsius as an example. Um, There's no chance that uh, if we blow up, we're going to keep your tokens, right? We're a big fan of not your keys, not your crypto. Yeah. So um, anybody can use, anybody can draw, withdraw anytime, all on chain, all very transparent. Um, and we're also starting with the decentralized governance uh, as, as we speak.
0: So so then as a retail user, I mean, I assume this is open to everybody. It's not just accredited investors, Correct. but it's anybody. So as a retail user, I show up and buy $500 and I'm like, okay, I can either go buy $500 of Bitcoin, or I can buy Dogecoin or whatever, or, or I can put it into this. I can buy, how, how would it work? How, how would I engage with, with your platform here? So
1: um, let's say that uh, you can be somebody that, as you said, wants to get exposure to a crypto economy, but doesn't know much and has uh, stable coins, right? but it wants, to, you know, it wants to trade them somehow, it doesn't know how. It goes on the platform, connect your wallet, you have one, two, three strategies, Bitcoin, Ethereum, altcoins, two clicks, you deposit and you get an LP token, right? Mm-hmm. The LP token, you can do whatever you want. You can sell it, trade it, you use it on other DeFi protocols, keep it, whatever, sell it back to us. Um, and then after three months, this asset basically hopefully gains value. And then after three months, you can take the profits. Uh, so you can be somebody with stable So you can be somebody like me, for example. I, I have some crypto. I have uh, uh, some Ethereum and, uh, and very little BTC, unfortunately. Um, but I don't know how to trade. I'm a terrible trader. So I ended up holding all the time. So I hold a 65 and I'm keep holding at 20, right? So right. Not, I missed a gigantic opportunity there. If I put them in dynasets, you know, somebody would have traded, and, uh, and and this is happening already. I I I put 10 ether in uh, the, in the in the dynaset ETH the ETH in April. In June, I've been able to withdraw 22 ether.
0: Oh really? Yeah, in three months. So while, while the rest of the market is tanking, your ether actually, or your LP token that you put in, actually doubled in value. Correct. There. So
1: you can see that in terms of absolute value. Let me let me throw some numbers. Uh, I think when I invested the 10 Ether, uh, they were worth a total like $30,000. Right. After three months, it is tanked. So the 22 Ether that I withdraw, they were worth like probably $22. I think something like that. Right. $22,000. So in terms of absolute value, I lost money. But in terms of crypto value, I doubled. Right. Right. right? So that's that's Got important it. distinction.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you you yeah. The, so the dollar value diminished, but you were able to Correct. double your actual net exposure to the asset Correct. itself. So and then so to buy in, do I do I need to buy in with stable coins or can I can I buy in with ETH or h- yeah. how?
1: you can use um, stable coins. You can use ETH, Bitcoin. I think you can even uh, use Shiba right now. There is a list of uh, ten or fifteen tokens that you can buy in with all the most popular the
0: so it works fairly similar to you know like being like a liquidity provider on on a uniswap pool or something where i deposit you know my funds i get this lp token back mm-hmm. that's representative of my stake of the pool correct uh, and then i can do whatever i want like can, i can you know transfer that token to whoever anybody i want or i can hold it or whatever and then whenever i want i can redeem that and then i can get my um, you know my, my 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 eth and my stable coins out or whatever you know right. whatever whatever the valuation is so it 's fairly similar to that except i 'm not i 'm not putting my money into a you know a pool it's, or it 's a pool but it 's not like a liquidity pool. It's doing all this there 's all this other activity going on with those assets basically um, and it's it 's almost like you know an on chain DAO-driven, it's like an unchained DAO kind of alternative Celsius. Perfect. I know everybody's trying yeah. to give bashes on Celsius now. Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> exactly. It's a, it's yeah, a good yeah. example of like, okay, like <laughs> what not to do, right? Case, right? I mean, so. when,
1: uh, when Terra blew up, everybody was like, yeah, we are, we're like Terra, but unlike Terra. But, <laughs> uh, but I, did I use the Celsius um, analogy. Because they were after a very large market, which is treasury management for big protocols, which I think is extremely uh, can be extremely fruitful. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, they were overleveraging their uh, their assets and uh, and and the centralized nature uh, of the decision making and processes. Uh, right. Um, right. Um, so made them uh, you know made happen what happened. Uh, with us, it's all off chain, and I think the opportunity is the same. So if you go after the market of you know all these crypto projects, they sit on top of minions, right? Millions. Yeah. And, and they have no no way to put that a profit, if not by using some uh, shady li- liquidity pool or, or 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 farming or staking pool, right? That nobody trusts. I mean, I, with us, it's all on chain. There is no risk associated with us running away with money. It's very transparent. We do custom solutions. So.
0: Got it. Got it. So, so this is very much kind of like the not your keys, not your coins yeah. uh, version of, of Celsius, in a sense. Um, or, yeah, I, I don't want to necessarily bash on Celsius, but like right. the idea, the concept of it, of the concept of what these centralized platforms are doing oh, right. is like, okay, we need to get away from this stuff, we need to go to just more transparency. Yes, and so we can see what's happening with these funds because it's impossible to manage risk or yeah. to, to to assess risk when you don't, you know. Yeah. Like, how are they generating these 25% yields, Correct, you know? correct exactly. <laughs> well, right. and plus,
1: I don't I don't think they were trading their assets. So they were um, relying on APYs coming from other protocols, which is also, like, big part of the fuck up, right? Because when, right. when Terra imploded, they brought with them 3AC, which brought with them Celsius. It was a whole yeah. catastrophe, right? Yeah. But because those yields, where do they come from? It comes from Project's own treasury. So yeah. it's like I I I give you money to use my protocol right out of my own pocket. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. our yield come because we actually trade stuff, right? I mean, we we trade assets, so we generate real money, right? right for for the real as it can be in in, in trading. As yeah, like but so that's 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 a big difference. It's not artificial yield. It's organic yield. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it.
0: So. And then the next question would be, who is using this right now? Right? And I guess, you know, two sides of the coin here. Who are the people that are depositing, or putting funds into it? Uh, what, who are these customers? And then who are the people kind of, you know, behind the scenes that are, are, are doing all the trading strategies and things that are generating this yield?
1: Yeah. So um, funny enough, 60% of these people are from Brazil.
0: Okay. Well, <laughs> that explains why you're here then, right? Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> it's the first time that I come to Brazil. But we are very popular in Brazil because of the uh, hardcore Cardano community. We got picked up by a big influencer and we became very famous here, which is on the other side of the world compared to where I normally am in Dubai, Italy, whatever. Um, So, yeah, Brazil, big community. However, who uses the protocol? So it can be. somebody who just want to get exposure to uh, crypto right now that uh, uh, doesn't have too much knowledge and doesn't know how to trade crypto so the very beginner user it can be uh, somebody as i said like, like me who simply doesn't have time to trade and doesn't have the knowledge but still has crypto or an advanced user that uh, want to test uh, new asset management strategies and learn mm. from uh, from uh, from other traders that be a portfolio manager um, the, we currently have about 800 users on our beta uh, that ended a few months ago. We are now in a moment of steal, so we're not we're not trading, uh, but we're gonna resume soon in two weeks with a new version so of the. Eight whatnot. 800
0: depositors or 800 that are 800 people that are doing the the trading.
1: No 800 users into the uh, Dynaset depositors.
0: Okay. Got it. Okay. Right, into
1: Got it. Our overall users, I think, we are over like 5,000 if it includes staking and farming and. Uh, Liquidity, etc. We it. offer um, the people that are trading are um, two traders from uh, from the city of London uh, that have cumulative uh, 25 years experience trading commodities, which are supported by artificial intelligence. Mm. They uh, they study macro events and, uh, and micro. Um, they, uh, they 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 elaborate all of the strategies together with our quant team. They use on-chain analytics. They apply. They do a lot of extremely smart stuff. Um, using uh, Bayesian, Bayesian decision uh, networks, uh, this, uh, um, and, uh, the machine learning, reinforcement learning, there's a lot going on behind the scene. Um, so it's much more than two traders, uh, but it's also like not sole AI that's... Uh,
0: got it got it and then I mean talk a bit more about this Brazil community that you have uh, that you that you know apparently if they've found out about you and they they really like it and now 60% of your your yeah. users are Brazilian I mean talk a bit more about about that and then talk maybe a bit more what your, your experience here has been you guys are one of the sponsors of the event um, You know, every time I walk by your booth it seems like there's people there so seems like it seems like it's being well-received right uh, but you kind of talk about that experience so far.
1: Yeah, thank you. So um, again, this is this is my first time in Brazil um, And I didn't know what to expect to be honest uh, as soon as we landed we attended a couple of co- grassroots community events and The feeling that I got by so first of all very young people at these events, um, which is which is a great signal uh, but also so you got the the young guys that are the technologists basically uh, and and the uh, old uh, uh, hackers crypto hackers right which is very interesting and the conversation that I got everybody seems so genuine uh, which is something that I haven't experienced in many many years traveling in blockchain conferences. Um, you know, it's it's, it's, um, it's a common say that when you go to crypto events, 90% of what I, what you hear is normally bullshit. People don't really know what they're talking about or they're here just for the quick buck. Uh, the people I've talked to, they seem extremely competent, extremely passionate. Everybody's actually building. They don't seem driven by the speculative as- aspect of it. Um, so I'm truly appreciating that uh, aspect of the community here in Brazil and this is also reflected by the conversation that we've been having we've had um, here in uh, at the event at the blockchain Rio festival at our booth people generally interested in what we do um, it's it's less enterprise more grassroots, and uh, it's very surprising
0: got it got it so then how do you see uh, you know a product uh, or like an organization I mean I guess when it comes to DAOs, it's always like, how do you even describe these things? It's not like a centralized thing, right? It's just this entity that exists, right? But how do you see this type of product or or service or protocol? um, You know, how do you see this really playing out in a market like uh, like Brazil? Obviously, it's you know, there's there's some financial inclusion issues. There's you know, at this point in Brazil, there's more people invested in crypto than there are in the stock market. Um, But at the same time, Brazilians are very, uh, you know, very fast adopters of new technologies. Right. Uh, crypto or, or otherwise. Uh, so they're very it's a very digitally savvy population. Right. So these types of concepts are not like as crazy as they might be to other people. Right. Um, but then also, like, you know, given that um, those points, h- how do you see you know, a, a, a service like Singularity DAO really sort of like what's the what's the niche that you see here for, for, for your product?
1: Yeah, I also found out that uh, Brazil is the third country per uh, Metamask downloads. Worldwide, which is incredible, right? Um, I think um, since people are recently approached the crypto market, a service like ours can be extremely beneficial to help them getting more exposure without necessarily knowing the basic of training. They don't need to know much. They just need they can just use us. When it comes to the DAO, I also realize that this market um, maybe because it's large enough, but it tends to be isolated from the rest of the world. Not many other projects have tapped into the potential of the Bra- Brazilian market yet, but I think there is a huge potential. However, there needs to be a specific strategy, and when it comes to a DAO, it works even better because you can just incentivize the community to basically pick up, um, pick up the development for you in, in, in Brazil, which is I think this is the approach that works better. So you are a foreign project that comes to a market but you let it manage by the community itself so you you install actually um actual uh, neurons of of the of the global brain in 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 brazil to work independently and functionally i think that's that's the best that's the best um way to approach this market like completely decentralized hmm. permission frictionless you don't want to have a central authority these people need to talk to no let them run their own singularity DAO unit marketing and let them uh, spread the word in brazil and grow a separate singularity DAO, uh, a separate branch of the singularity DAO in brazil that can operate autonomously i mean that that would be my dream and that's what we are working for
0: got it got it and what's been you know, you've probably had a chance to meet some of your community members here for the first time, in person anyway. Like, what's, what's that been like? What's been the feedback? Uh,
1: they, uh, they, they, they love the product. They, uh, uh, they, they love the project itself. I mean, they, they, there seems to be a lot of fascination towards artificial intelligence. They, uh, um, they, they seem to see the, the, the real potential in dehumanizing the trading process and the asset management process. Uh, although I mean it's a very human country but no I mean fantastic we've uh, we've done three events since we're here today we we have another one tomorrow we're gonna be at the conference Uh, again people are extremely supportive the grassroots community is very genuine and Mm. uh, Again, I haven't experienced this anywhere else in the world.
0: Very cool, very cool, and I'm really excited by your project. And it's not just because, like, I'm here trying to flatter you, but I, I just like I remember even going back to 2017 as a journalist in crypto, and you get you know you get these pitches about you know like tokens and AI, and it's just people just cramming all these buzzwords into into a press release or a heading or whatever. And you talk to these people, and it's like, okay, they really have no idea, like, what there's, there's no real use for any of this stuff at this point in time, right? So, it, it but it, it's, but it's like, okay, at some point, there's going to be an intersection where all these things collide, right? And, um, you know, I, so I, I, I found, you know, what my my friend who I was talking about earlier, like his his, uh, I mean, he actually created, uh, like, uh basically, like, you know, a, a fake version of a of a of a crypto punk, like so. This this guy he owned a CryptoPunk and he actually, we actually gave that CryptoPunk like a personality of, of the person who owned the punk, right? And I was able, I actually interviewed that CryptoPunk as part of a conference I was emceeing. So I was, so this guy was like my co-emcee, right? and i would be i would be t- talking to him asking him questions and he would just come and say like this most random stuff right and it was and people were like messaging me like dude like this is all fake like you have this all scripted and I'm like no i have no idea what he's going to respond with right <laughs> like this is really like so um so so use cases like that are super interesting uh and then coming back to what what you guys are working on just this this idea of being able to use uh, some of these, these developments in, in AI and machine learning in the, you know, from the on-chain data context and using that uh, in combination with a DAO. I mean, it's, it, it is kind of like jamming a lot of buzzwords together, but it's like, okay, this I I understand like how this could, like where the value is being added here. It's not just we're PR farming by cramming, you know, using a lot of buzzwords. So, yeah,
1: I appreciate it. I mean, in traditional finance, AI has been uh, used in different capacity for over 25 years. Sentiment analysis, uh, algorithmic trading, uh, um, machine learning, and so on. Um, nobody ever used it effectively in, uh, in DeFi. Hedge funds and big funds, they have their own algorithms to trade, but obviously they're not accessible by people like. Me and probably right, know, right. right. That's so the, then, and that's
0: that's the other cool yeah. thing about this is like these are things that are, are, are have been like you said been used for a long time, yeah. and they're they're used by you know like I think it was what like Julian Robertson who just passed away. I mean his you know the Tiger Global hedge fund that was really the pioneer of using kind of like really data driven uh, analysis and in trading and, and 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 things like these are all things that have only been available to like rich people, right? right. So the idea of being able to democratize that. Uh, and make that available to retail investors, especially in a place like Brazil, where like like you know, been, there's not as many you know opportunities as maybe in other places. Um, I think that's a really cool use case. So, um, I guess last question would be. Uh, you know, since your name is Singularity DAO, I should probably ask you when—when when is the singularity, or what is the singularity, and when is it going to happen?
1: Yeah, no, that's very interesting. I mean, that's a—that's a question for Ben uh, more than me, right? Ben is a big guy. Um, ben uh, would say between now and never. Uh, or 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 120 years from now. I mean, it's you know when it comes to making a prediction for when the singularity comes, you can always make a prediction far enough that you're gonna you're already gonna be gone by the time that it happens or doesn't happen, right? So nobody can prove you wrong. Or if they can prove you wrong, you're already gone. Who cares? Um, so it's kind of like it's
0: kind of like the question of like what happens uh, to you know when, when Bitcoin hits 21 million coins <laughs> emitted, what's gonna happen? Like well, I'll be dead, so it doesn't matter, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, and then what is what is this? How do you how do you define the singularity? Well,
1: is that the, the technological singularity is the moment where uh, machines are going to be as powerful as the human brain and, and able to replicate themselves in, uh, so they can become exponential. Um, at that point, and Again, I'm, I'm stealing the words from Ben, but we're going to be able to upload our mind into the cloud and participate to the global unity of, of intelligence and finally become one reaching the, the highest spiritual goal of our creation. Right? So, um, in, in the financial world, the financial singularity is where we reach a complete balance in the market and there is no more fluctuation because trading bots are trading against each other so effectively mm. that basically the market becomes flat.
0: So that's what so that's where we see like the market efficiency hypothesis correct. Like fully like there's no more arbitrage opportunities because correct. any any opportunity would be you know eaten up immediately by one of these bots
1: Correct. but even right now i mean uh, you know 90% of retail traders they lose against the market because they're outsmarted by bots I mean, it's inevitable i mean other uh it, it, either you're an expert traders and you know you learn how to understand where, where bots are and how to trade against bots. Otherwise artificial intelligence is just gonna eat you alive. That's uh So you better like start making
0: use of it. So that's some good, I mean, none of this is financial advice, but that is some good financial advice where (laughs) like don't try to day trade, you know, don't try to beat the market if you don't, you know, if you're not like a super seasoned trader. Yeah, exactly. Um, I love so so much money. (laughs) Well, anyway, uh, Marcello, it's been great having you on the show here. Uh, I'll give you the last word.
1: Uh, no, I mean, it's been, uh, thank, thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed this conversation that, uh, you know, I, I really like when you go more on intellectual patterns other than, uh, intellectual path, rather than uh, only pitching the problem. So I really love this conversation. I really love being in Brazil and, uh, and I really hope that uh, the community here will uh, uh, jump on board and onto uh, Singularity, join our communities and participate to the creation of this great
0: financial inclusive tools that we are creating. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on and uh, thank you everyone for listening. We'll be back soon with another interview in our Blockchain Rio series. Obrigado, everyone, and thanks for listening. Please make sure you subscribe to the Brazil Crypto Report newsletter on Substack if you haven't already. And please do give the show a five-star rating on your podcast app if you enjoyed this content. We'll be back soon with another great guest.